As I get my things settled here, we'll turn uh, in your listening sheet to the text. You'll see our text for the morning at the top of your listening sheet. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. As you gather that, let's stand and we'll read the text together. This then is the text for today. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. May God bless the reading of his word. We need to answer a series of questions this morning about the pinnacle. The pinnacle of all creation. The pinnacle of humanity. The pinnacle of all that we know. What, what is at the top? The very top. Because there, there are many around us in this world, there are many uh, around us beyond this church who would answer that question differently than we would. What is the pinnacle of all humanity? And we know that in our Western world, there are many who claim today that the pinnacle of all of humanity is found in wealth. Whether we are praising a trillion-dollar company whether we're praising somebody who has personal assets of a million dollars or something like this, there are those around us who really believe in their hearts that the most significant achievement of humanity is found in monetary value. And so one of the questions, the first question before us this morning, is what would you say to someone who claimed that the pinnacle of creation was having a million dollars? Now, some of us might quickly tell them that a million dollars doesn't buy what it used to, right? And, and that's true. Uh, some of us might go ahead and tell them that money doesn't buy happiness. That's true. We might say uh, something more trite than that. But, but deep down, there, there's a fatal misunderstanding in people who claim that money is at the summit, or maybe we talk about it in different terms. Maybe we think through the extraordinary levels of human achievement, of all that we have been able to create with our hands, that all humanity has been able to build and create and store up in this earth. You know, one of the great privileges of being pastor here at the First Baptist Church of San Antonio in my first year was I was able to have lunch with one of the 12 men who have walked on the moon. Uh, Charlie Duke, we, we went to, to lunch. And as he says, before the, long before the iPhone was invented, our country was able to put a man on the moon, right? That, that some 400,000 people worked diligently for decades to get it right, that this was this grand achievement of humanity. We were able to do it before anyone else. In fact, one of the stories that, that Charlie told us at lunch is, is standing back at, at the moon, one of the incredible sights in days was looking back towards the earth and he, he lifted his hand up and put his thumb up like this and was able to cover the entire earth with the tip of his thumb. It's a reminder 
of how small we are, but also a reminder of this grand human achievement that our nation was able to accomplish. What would you say to someone who said that must have been the pinnacle of creation? What would you say if they argued that in that place in time, with that pursuit of science and technology and engineering, that was the pinnacle of it all, that it, it was all downhill from there. That was the top of our human experience. Now, you might say to them that it seems like the moon is an awfully lonely place. You might say to them that a spaceship pales in comparison to the natural world. And I think you'd be right. You know, there are some that take a literal approach to that question, the, the, the pinnacle of creation, and, and they would just search, to go to Google and, and search what, what is the top of the world. And, and if you type in, you, it'll tell you that it's, it's Mount Everest. It's this kingly apex between Tibet and Nepal, and it stands at 29,035 feet. It's the highest peak above sea level. Only 4,000 men have ever reached her peak. Now, what would you say to someone who claimed that Mount Everest was the pinnacle of creation? That's the top of it all. Well, there's an interesting argument that's made in Genesis 2 about creation. I wonder if you've heard it. There are some people who claim that women or women, all, all womankind, specifically Eve, is the pinnacle of creation. As their argument goes, they say that, that if you look carefully at the creation story, you see God creating the earth, God's creating the sun, God's creating the creatures, God's creating man. And all along the way, through this early Genesis, God says it's good. He's creating, and it's good, and it's good. But then we get to Genesis 2.18, and in Genesis 2.18, God says it's not good. He says it's not good for man to be alone, and then he creates woman. And there are some Old Testament scholars who, who say that creation and all the creation stories building up to its pinnacle and Eve is that pinnacle. She was the last thing created. She's the pinnacle of creation. Now, what would you say to someone who claimed that woman was the, the pinnacle of creation? Now, some of our women might say amen. They did now, but some of them might. But let me tell you, there's something more. In fact, Corinthian church uh, really is on to something here as they're working through all of these issues. And in this letter, we see Paul writing through 1 Corinthians and, and dealing with many different issues inside the Corinthian church. But one of the things that they latched onto that was correct is that there's something greater than just this physical world. There's a spiritual world that's, that's far and above this physical. And it's, it's pretty easy for us who are of the spiritual sort, to write off those material things. There's something lesser than the pinnacle of creation. You know, we can fairly easily argue that money isn't the height of life for the pinnacle of creation. You know, we can pretty easily argue that, that even, even uh, the, the top of Mount Everest is not really the pinnacle of all of creation. Even if a man has, has taken himself to the top of Mount Everest and is standing up with his hand reaching up to the heavens, and now Mount Everest to the tip of his hand is 29,042 feet. That's not the pinnacle of creation. You see, those with any sort of spiritual sense know there's far more than that. In fact, the pinnacle of humanity comes from the unseen. 
Now, that's this part of this argument where the Corinthian church is taking us here. This spiritual consideration is right, but as we see the first book of 1 Corinthians unfolding, their practice of this was very wrong. Some of them were claiming certain spiritual gifts in a person is the pinnacle of humanity. So they're saying even in the church, we'll, we'll find these things in the church, and that must be the top. You know, they might take something like the miracles of Jesus, and they would point back to what Jesus did when he was going from town to town and healing people in miraculous ways and say, that must have been the pinnacle of anything that a human has ever done. That's the pinnacle and the peak of creation when, when, those, when those friends lowered that man down through the roof and Jesus was able to heal that paralyzed man. It, it must not get better than that. There are those who might claim such a thing. What would you say to someone? who claimed that the pinnacle of humanity was when Jesus miraculously healed that paralyzed man. But you know, the, the people at Corinth were going beyond that. They, they would claim that some of them had special tongues. They had these spiritual tongues, maybe another language that was used in worship. And this was a gift of the Holy Spirit coming and living out through them. And it was those that had this spiritual gift like tongues. They were reaching the pinnacle of all of creation. They were the pinnacle of humanity when they were able to do such a thing as that. What would you say to someone who claimed that speaking in tongues was the pinnacle of creation? Because that's, that's partially what Paul is dealing with in the book of 1 Corinthians, those that would say such a thing. Or what might you say to someone who claimed that Billy Graham was the pinnacle of creation? This great preacher, maybe the greatest preacher that's ever lived by the numbers, preaching to over 200 million people across, across the globe. And, and in those sermons, after each one, there were, there were over 2 million people who were brought to Christ in those sermons. You know, that's the Holy Spirit mixing with the gospel and a powerful preacher. It was an incredible moment in history. What would you say to someone who said, that was the, the mark in history, that was the high point of humanity when Billy Graham was preaching and millions came to know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Maybe that was the moment as the pinnacle of creation. What would you, what would you say to them if they said that was the height? Do we have an answer? Our text this week has an answer, but do we? Do, do we have an answer to that question? Can we answer someone who claims this morning that the pinnacle of creation is some kind of human achievement? Or can, can we answer someone who claims the pinnacle of creation is in the natural order, in our natural world? Or can we answer someone who claims the pinnacle of creation is when the church finally gets their spiritual gifts right? That's the peak. That's the top. Can, can we answer them? What, what would we say to them? Because our text this week has an answer. And in our text, our Scripture emphatically claims that none of those are the pinnacle of creation. There's something higher that our God has spoken of. Let me read again. Let's, let's turn to our text, 1 Corinthians 13. 1 through 3. Look at 1 through 3 uh, with me again. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, right? And this is, again, getting those spiritual gifts. But, but beyond the spiritual gifts and eloquence, if, if I can speak with great knowledge, if I can speak in tongues in any kind of spiritual sense, if I can do that even as the angels do, and he says, but do not have love, I become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Without love, it means nothing. 
If I have the gift of prophecy and all the, know all the mysteries and all the knowledge, if, if I have all of the wisdom of this world, if I know everything that God has ever taught or said, it's nothing if I do not have love. And if I have faith so as to remove mountains, right? If I'm even standing on the peak of Mount Everest and by my faith I'm able to pick up Mount Everest and throw it in the sea, that means nothing. That's not a pinnacle of creation. It means nothing if we do not have love. The same thing, if, if I give all my possessions to the poor, if I do these great deeds, if I, do, if I surrender my body to be burned, maybe that's martyred, but if I do not have love, it profits me nothing, uh, nothing. The pinnacle of creation is when someone loves. Now, what would you say to someone who said the pinnacle of creation was love? Now, I'll tell you my human response to that. If someone told me the pinnacle of creation was when someone loved, my personal response would probably be to roll my eyes and make some kind of comment about the notebook not being a real thing. That's not, a real, that's not a real type of love or something like that. But don't do that. That's, don't do that. Our, our Scripture, the very Word of God, just told us that the pinnacle of creation is when we love. In fact, if you, if you read the Gospels, search the Gospels, and this pinnacle of creation kind of love is right there staring back at you off the page. And it wasn't when Jesus was out healing the paralyzed man. Th those kinds of things are temporary but it was when God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on the cross while we were yet still sinners. That while we were enemies of God, while we were committing treason by our simplest sins, God looked upon us with love. God cared deeply about us when we were entrenched in sin. And even when we were entrenched in the worst moments of our lives, God looked down at us and said, I love you. And I love you with a love that I will give myself up for you in my son, Jesus Christ. Jesus looked upon us with love, knowing that that was the only way that we would be saved. It was for him to go to the cross. And so he looked upon us with love, saying, Father, forgive them in his obedience to the cross. Look with me. This is not, not in your notes, but look with me at Romans. Let's turn over to Romans 5, 7 and 8. This is, this is the description Paul gives in Romans of what, what Christ did for us and how Christ is this perfect definition of love that we need. So uh, Romans 5, 7 and 8, it says this. For one will hardly die for a righteous man. Right? So, so if somebody's good, maybe we'll stand up for them. Maybe somebody might die uh, for a righteous one, though perhaps for a good man someone would dare to die. That's where he goes in 7. But God did something different. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's, that's what he did. This, this is the pinnacle of humanity. The, the apex is reached when out of love you will give your life for the sake of another. That, that is peak humanity. That is the pinnacle of all that we are, all that we've seen. Everything in this earth is when you will give your life up for another in love. You see, it's, it's more than just loving your baby. Many of us have, have known this, this deep love when you first hold a newborn baby. And there, there's nothing else quite like it in the world. But, but even that, us holding in our arms this newborn baby, is just a glimmer of the love that we're talking about here. There, there's more. In fact, the, there's more than that. The, the pinnacle of creation is not just when you love. 
But, but the pinnacle of creation is when you love like your God loved you. See, God loved you though you were adopted. God loved you though you were an adopted sinner. God loved you though you were an adopted sinner who's forgetful, who's treasonous. God saw through your cracked exterior and loved you deeply so as not to give up on you. And so to give everything for you. He didn't give up on you, and he came for you. That's, that's what his love was at work doing in our lives. He fought for you and loved you deeply though you didn't deserve it. See, that, that's the pinnacle of humanity. That, that's, that's the top, that's the height of who we are and what we do. The pinnacle of humanity is when you love through pain, when you love through difficulty, when you love through recidivism. See, that, that's, that's when you are closest to God. That's when you get closest to purity and holiness and perfection, and you get closest to reaching up and touching our God. See, we need to understand this. You're, you're not closest to God when you're standing on Everest and reaching up in the heavens. And even if you step back further, you're, you're not closer to God when you're standing on the moon holding your thumb over the earth. That, that's not nearness to God. We, we are nearest to God when we are loving as God loved us. See, you're closest to God reaching the apex of humanity when you love someone through the pains of life. When you offer that same kind of grace that God offered you. And so, so what, what would you say when someone said to you, the pinnacle of creation is love. The love like God loved you. You know, you might quote to them the last line of our chapter for this week. 1 Corinthians 13. This is the last verse, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. But now, and he's, he's already said all the spiritual gifts, they're, they're not going to last. The spiritual gifts are temporary. They're, they're for this work of this earth now. That's all going to go away. But 13, but faith, hope, and love, these abide. These three abide. But, but the greatest, the greatest of these three is love. That's the pinnacle. God has given us a better way, a better way leading right to the pinnacle of creation when we love. That's the greatest miracle of life on this earth. In fact, maybe we need to picture it this way, that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is standing at the summit, reaching down to pull us up, pull us up to, to new heights beyond what we can see. Thing the greatest of these is to love. For you to love like your God loved you. Let's pray together. Lord, we come unworthy. We come broken. We come in desperate need of you. We pray that your love would pour down out of heaven. Fill this room, fill our hearts. Lord, may we experience a new and profound love in this place this morning. It's in the name of Jesus Christ I pray. Amen.